Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to The Bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And I love to start every show the same way by thanking the listeners. Thank you guys for listening to The Bar, tuning in to The Bar, subscribing to The Bar, telling your family about The Bar. I'm just super grateful for everybody that listens and shares this podcast, man. Um, I've been doing this now six years. Uh, March will be officially six years, and, and I'm just so grateful to have over 300 uh, episodes. And like I do and like I've done for over 300 episodes, I bring in awesome guests. Uh, this gentleman uh, I actually met through Twitter. Um, and we're going to have him on the show, man. And we're going to talk about uh, a, a book that is, uh, I don't know if it's out yet, but we'll talk about that. But I have on my brother, Kevin. How you doing, man? Doing well. Thanks so much for having me, Dwayne. I've listened to a number of the podcasts and the Bar Network, and it's fun to be on one. Nice, nice. Awesome. Well, maybe this won't be your last, then you do right. <laughs> All right, Kev, man, just uh, like like I tell everybody, man, introduce yourself, anything you want to share, personal, professional level, you got the floor to do that right here. Yeah, my name is Kevin Halloran. And first of all, I am a child of the King. Praise God. I've known the Lord for, I don't even know how long, grew up in a Christian family, but just so blessed to be my whole life, part of a really solid church that loves the Bible, loves the gospel, and it's fun to be able to serve with a ministry called Unlocking the Bible that loves the Bible and loves the gospel as well. I live near Chicago with my wife and daughter. Um, something interesting about our family is that we uh, love the Spanish-speaking world. I studied abroad in college and developed a love for Latin America and have served in different capacities in Latin America or ministry to Spanish speakers and um, so that's a, an interesting part about us. But the ministry I, I'm with is Unlocking the Bible, and I lead a training ministry here for uh, lay leaders currently. Okay, awesome, awesome. That is that's awesome. 
definitely going to touch back on the Latin speaking part. Um, but I'm going to start with, with what you do currently with your training. So what um, what was the, the the lead up to that? Like what got you in that position and doing that and, and kind of tell a little bit about what you do there as far as uh, being the, the leader or training the folks? Yeah, well, the, the ministry started in the Orchard Evangelical Free Church, church I've been a part of since the mid-90s. Pastor Colin Smith is the uh, preaching pastor. He's a name people might know. And this is a training ministry that I actually kind of grew up in and through uh, in my time at seminary. Uh, it was uh, focused on kind of practical church-based elements of ministry and mm -hmm. really complemented my seminary studies well sitting with a, a seasoned pastor just talking about here, here are some of the nuts and bolts of what you need to know for uh, teaching the gospel to people, for living a godly life, and different practical skills you need uh, for ministry as well. So I kind of graduated that program, served with a missions organization for about seven years that trained pastors uh, in ex biblical exposition, expository preaching, and I focused on Latin America and uh, Unlocking the Bible came knocking on my door about a year ago, telling me that we have this great opportunity to launch the training we've done in person, but launch it online uh, to kind of reach the rest of the world. And I was I was intrigued. <laughs> and so we're still kind of building up that uh, that training program uh, right now. We're recording videos to have an online learning library. We'll have Zoom cohorts to go through the training. But I'm just really excited. It's uh, really uh from my personal experience, it's just really fresh and encouraging, but also practical. And really not a day goes by that I don't think of uh, some of the different things that I've learned or, uh, yeah. And so it's fun to, fun to be back here. Nice. Nice. That's, that's really cool. We definitely want you to uh, share some links on that and, and, you know, let people know about that, that they might be interested, man. So now the real reason I brought you on, uh, there's a book that you have that uh, I, I call this podcast perks. You know, I, 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 my copy is on the way. Uh, let's talk about the book, man. Um, I read the the, the 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 link that you sent and uh, and was super intrigued. And that, that's why I hit you back. Usually I just ignore those inboxes, but I liked it. I was like, let me get this guy on the show. So talk, let's talk about the book, man. First, let's talk about what led up to actually writing. I love to hear that. And then we'll talk about some of the content and like the, you know, uh, the direction you go. Yeah, well, Dwayne, I wrote the book When Prayer is a Struggle because I realized I struggled to pray and I needed a book like that. Mm, I love it. Ten years ago, I was sitting in a small group that was a part of our church and I was talking about prayer and just kind of being a Debbie Downer saying, ah, no one can really uh, be great in prayer, you know, because we all struggle in so many different ways. And uh, I realized as I said that, that I'd been saying things like that a lot. And I realized as I said that, that I hadn't really sought to overcome different obstacles that I faced in my own prayer life. And so I, I felt conviction because what does that say about God? Mm. What does that say about the gospel? What <laughs> tell, right. tells me that I, I'm, I'm lazy and don't have <laughs> a lot of faith, right? But I, right. I committed to the Lord at that moment. I'm like, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've been lazy. I'm sorry I've been faithless. So help me grow. Help me know how to overcome the obstacles that I face in my life and help me be able to teach others because I, what I'm convinced of and what I hope the book shows is that often 
to help us grow in prayer. It's, you know, we don't need to read like a 400 page book, although those can be helpful. Sometimes we just need a, a little push and shove in the right direction, a, a practical tip that flows from good gospel theology that's really going to launch us into fruitful seasons of prayer. And my goal for the book is just to give people a, a toolbox full of gospel advice and practical tools that are really going to uh, encourage them to pray in a in a structured and in a uh, practical way. Love it, love it, man, love it. And 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 that's that's. I mean, I like you said, it's not an excuse, but a lot of people like struggle with prayer. Like that is something that is a real issue. You know, um, we were in community group last night, and we we actually have certain nights for prayer. You know. And, and, you know, we open the space up and, you know, somebody will start and then, you know, like, you know, jump in when you're ready. And then, you know, that awkward silence, you know, everybody, you know, everybody's scared to pray, you know, me, like you, I grew up in the church, uh, you know, but I, I, I had my, my season of running away, but I did grow up in the church. And so praying, you know, in public and, and all that is an issue, but <clears throat> excuse me, that's something that, uh, that you just, you know, it's an issue and you know that uh, a lot of people would benefit from it. So how, how do you approach it without like, you know, giving away the book? Like how, how, what are some of the things in the book that would be helpful for somebody, you know, or somebody that's thinking about uh, the, the issue with it? Yeah. I'll just kind of summarize the table of contents. That'll show you the topics I, I deal with, but I, there are nine chapters and each deals with an obstacle to prayer or a struggle that we have. First one, first chapter is called, I Forget Why Prayer Matters. And in mm. that, I walk through the, the Lord's Prayer, an exposition of the Lord's Prayer to remind us why prayer matters. Um, and that's kind of one of the unconscious struggles that we have, right? One of the things that we may not even realize is hindering our prayer lives because we just kind of think, oh, I am I feel good today. I'm doing good. I don't need to pray. It's like, wow, that's so good. <laughs> shows us there are so many more reasons to pray. First of all, we can know God as our Father. That's a relationship that changes every second of every day and changes our identity. You know, we're no longer God's enemies. We're his beloved children. And that that's a game changer. So For we sure. need to remember why prayer matters. Uh, second chapter is I don't know what to pray when we just find ourselves praying the same things again and again. And this gives uh, many different tools and uh, different paths we can take in prayer. Uh, guilt is a hindrance to prayer. Yes. Also not trusting that God hears us and just really quick, we can have mixed motives. It's hard to focus in prayer. Um, mm. We can be unorganized as we think about interceding for others. And, and in that chapter, I share some organizational methods and encourage people to be intentional and also stress and busyness are obstacles to prayer. And so what I do, the position I take, I want to root everything in gospel theology mm -hmm, in, in what mm -hmm. God has done for us through Christ. Um, I, prayer can, legalism can so often creep into conversations about prayer. And I want this book to be uh, just so saturated in grace and the gospel that uh, we can't help but want to pray more because of all that God has done and the wonderful opportunity we have. But I couple that gospel theology with nitty gritty practical advice because, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I've studied a lot, you know, went to seminary, read a ton on prayer, but I still need practical tools <laughs> to live it out, right? I need to yeah. know um, 
yeah, some of the, the practices that maybe in the past I've thought of are, you know, not, not legit, like, you know, a short 10 second prayer. Well, mm. that's legit. And there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's some prayers in scripture that are about that length. And so we mm. can uh, build our faith even in little chunks of time throughout the day through short prayers like that. So that's kind of a, that. a really quick overview of yeah. the book and what I'm trying to do. Yeah, no, I, I love all that, man. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. You know, the first one that, that hit me hard was the guilt, man, because you miss a day or you, you get too busy and you feel like, oh, I'm ashamed. You know, I shouldn't I shouldn't go to the father, man. <laughs> and it, it's really amazing when you think about, well, what does scripture actually say about the the how often I should pray or, you know, the length of time I should pray. I mean, it, it says pray continually, but, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, we know, you know, at some level you can't literally, you know, you have to sleep. You can't pray yeah. when you're sleeping. So right. It just means pr- pray as much as you can. Right. But th- there aren't a lot of laws in terms of you have to pray two hours a day. You have to pray facing Jerusalem. You have, to, there aren't. Right. And so right. To, to, to realize that. And then when you do feel guilty over sin, uh, my main point of that chapter is use your guilt as a motivator to pray, not mm. as something to keep you from prayer. Wow. Because it, and it's beautiful. If you look in the Lord's Prayer, which is so foundational, we're invited to confess our sins. Right. Forgive, forgive us our trespasses. And so God knows we're going to need that petition and let's take <laughs> him up on his offer. Right. Yeah. I love it. I love it, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Wow. So um, there was another point and I didn't cross my fingers. There's a thing where I cross my fingers when I want to remember a point and I missed it. Uh, but it was it was uh, in the, some of the practical. Uh, oh, when you were talking about interceding and, and all of that, that's another thing, you know, uh, I guess writing it down. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure you, you went through some practical things, but that's another thing that I struggle with, you know, just remembering who and I'm like, Lord, Lord, you know who it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or you yeah. see your friend in the church lobby and you're like oh no i told him i'd pray for them but yep. i didn't so i'm just gonna yep. throw up a quick prayer right now <laughs> a hail mary prayer real quick yeah. <laughs> no that's beautiful man that's beautiful so before the break man um any other aspect of it that you want to kind of talk about or bring up before we hit the break and, and slide out of here yeah i think i think one of the the biggest things that is on my heart after writing this book is just how useful of a tool the scriptures are for prayer and just Mm. praying with an open Bible right in front of you. And I almost thought, I'm like, you know, I don't need to describe all of these different struggles if I can just teach people to pray with an open Bible because that makes our prayers effective because Mm -hmm. we're praying according to God's will. As it says in 1 John 5, we know that God will hear us if we pray according to his will. And it gives our minds a path to follow. And it also helps us really have well-rounded prayers that honor God instead of prayers that are, you know, just pulling from uh, the, our thoughts, what's on the top of our minds or on, on our hearts. And so if your listeners take away one thing from this conversation, it's develop the habit of when you read scripture, always be prayerful, read it in conversation with God. And when it's time to pray, keep that time to pray, keep that Bible open and take a uh, take that word right back to God. And in the second chapter, I share a bunch of different kind of ways and methods to do that. You don't need any specific method, but there is some value in using some to to help you have well-rounded prayers. And 
that's a tool that you can use for yourself and as you think to intercede for people in your family, in your church, in your community. Mm, love it, love it, love it, bro. So before we go to the commercial break, uh, if you're anything like me, you always got your phone in your hand. And uh, if you start your day with your phone, my suggestion, instead of immediately jump on the social media and strolling, I say open the Abide app and actually start your day in the peace of Christ. If you can't fall asleep and you find yourself in the bed uh, strolling through your phone instead, open the Abide app and doze off peacefully to uh, biblical stories. Do you deal with stress and anxiety on your job? Do you find yourself uh, using your phone to just get through uh, a tough day? Stop checking social media and pop open the Abide app to ease your mind. The Abide app is the number one Christian meditation app. Abide users report less stress and lower levels of anxiety. You start your day with the Abide daily meditation based on biblical scriptures. These audio meditations will center you and draw you closer to Christ. Abide meditation starts at two minutes long. They are easy to fit into your schedule and feature topics like overcoming anxiety, managing stress, uh, addictions, recovery, finding forgiveness and more. And at the end of the day, find deep rest with the Abide bedtime story based on the Bible. They're great for kids and adults alike. Join the millions of people using the Abide app, including Grammy Award winning singers, church leaders and Christians just like you. Get started now with 25% off the premium subscription by downloading the Abide app at abide.co slash Dwayne. You'll get additional stories and meditation, premium music, soothing sound and more. Support this show and get 25% off by going to abide.co slash Dwayne. That's A-B-I-D-E dot C-O slash Dwayne to download the Abide app and get 25% off your premium subscription. Now to the commercial break. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And we'll be right back. Do you deal with stress and anxiety throughout your day? Do you find yourself on your phone constantly? Stop checking social media and pop open the Abide app to ease your mind. Abide is the number one Christian meditation app. Abide users report less stress, lower levels of anxiety and depression, and better sleep. Start your day with Abide Daily Meditation. Based on biblical scripture, these audio meditations will center you and draw you closer to Christ. For a limited time, our listeners will get 25% off a premium subscription when you visit abide.co slash Dwayne. Get started now with 25% off a premium subscription by downloading the Abide app at abide.co slash Dwayne. You'll get additional stories and meditations, premium music, soothing sounds, and more. Support this show and get 25% off by going to abide.co slash Dwayne. That's A-B-I-D-E dot C-O slash Dwayne to download the Abide app and get 25% off your premium subscription. 
All right, we're back in here with my good friend Kevin, and uh, man, really excited about uh, this book headed my way. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you guys make sure uh, you check the show notes. We'll have links to uh, make the purchase, make the order, uh, so you can get it headed your way. And this sounds like a great small group book, so make sure you guys pick up multiple, uh, multiple copies and, uh, and 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 go through this, man, because prayer is super important. So, Kev, on this side of the show, man, we do uh, the bar signature questions. If you listen to the show, you already know the questions, so you get to be amongst the ranks of over 300-plus guests that get asked these questions. And the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? I listen to a variety of music. Um, I've been really into Christmas music this, this really? Christmas season. Um, My girls not- would love you. <laughs> Christ exalting Christmas music, oh, I would yeah, say, sure. because th- there's a lot of Christmas music that you hear at like the department store that drives <laughs> me crazy. I'm like, it. This is we, we live in such a broken world, and to be singing right. about candy canes and snowmen, I'm like, I, give me some of the meaty theology. You know, right. come now, long expected Jesus, born mm-hmm, to set mm-hmm. thy people free from our fears and sin. Release us, let our let us find our rest in thee. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. so rich, so heart, uh, j- just so inspiring. Um, so been really into Christmas music, especially as I think about, you know, our broken world and the hope right. that Christ brings. Um, I love classic rock, mm-hmm. uh, love faith building Christian music in general. So I, I was scrolling through the recent podcast episodes. Love that you guys had uh, John Cooper. That's his name yeah. from Skillet. Yeah, yep. I've listened to Skillet probably from their first or second album way back in the day. So love skillet uh love sovereign grace um love the psalms project not sure if you heard of them Mm -hmm, i have Um, love love some older christian music like petra Mm -hmm. keith green rich mullins just music that'll really classics encourage me yeah to follow the lord and um also love christian rap and some uh spanish uh language music like uh been listening to mariachi actually Mm. more recently and uh my my wife and my favorite artist is Juan Luis Guerra, uh, an artist from the Dominican Republic. So nice. Okay, awesome, bro. Awesome, awesome. So the next signature bar question is: What book or books are you currently reading? I have to confess, I'm often guilty of book FOMO and yep. buy a lot of books and read, start a lot of books. But some of yep. the best books i've read recently i'm reading martin lloyd jones on ephesians 6 and the sermons that the book is based on are actually free online on martin lloyd jones trust but i'm really gripped by this is an exposition of ephesians 6 10 through 13 i think so the arm Mm -hmm. of god passage but his several uh sermons on the devil and the subtle work of the devil uh has been really eye-opening and encouraging and it's it's that's not something i i think about probably as much as i should in terms of mm-hmm. uh what's happening in our world right right the devil is is uh at work you know god mm-hmm. is at work christ is building his church um but we need to remember the enemy and that that encourages me to pray so lloyd jones uh, i've been reading dale ralph davis who's a bible commenter on the book of luke Mm-hmm. It's really rich. He's probably the only Bible commentator that I'll read and laugh out loud just because he's he's so witty, but also so pastoral. So I love right. Dale Ralph Davis and something 
different, not a Christian book, but a book called The Baseball 100. Okay. Which is uh, one sports writer's take on the 100 greatest baseball players of all time. Okay. And it's interesting in reading a book like that. You see a lot of different threads that the author chooses to uh, include and in different people's lives. And a couple of the interesting ones were fatherhood. Um, just how did the fathers of these great baseball players inspire them in good ways or sometimes create a lot of fear in them mm-hmm, <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to have to perform a certain way to receive their approval. Um, right. Another interesting thread was uh, he, he included a lot of Negro League players. Mm-hmm. That it was fascinating to think through a lot of the, the different dynamics of that. And you think compare uh, stats, you know, would Babe Ruth have hit so many home runs if he faced all of the best pitchers, not just right. the one? Right. right. So, yeah. A lot of re- really glad he included um, so many players there. I, I learned a lot uh, from that. So, anyway, I could go on forever about books. So, I'll stop there. I got you. All right. Last thing at your bar question What podcasts or sermons do you listen to? You kind of alluded to a couple of them in the whole conversation, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts regularly. Uh, I, I listen to the briefing with Al Moeller quite a bit. I dip around a lot, but in terms of sermons, I really enjoyed sermons by Brian Borgman recently uh, on sermon audio. I think he's in Nevada, but okay. such a, a gifted and clear preacher. Um, pastor Colin Smith, who has been my pastor since the mid nineties, as I've said, uh, I yeah, listen to him and listen to him again. Really blessed by his ministry. Um, also, the the my favorite Spanish preacher is named Suhel Michelin from the Dominican Republic, and I think some people call him the Spanish Spurgeon. Mm. So he's just so so encouraging, so clear and biblical, and uh, powerful preaching. Gotcha, gotcha. That's awesome, bro. Yeah, I have to hook you up with my brother, Matt, man. Um, Matt uh, used to work at Ligonier. I think now he he has a he works at a different publishing company. But Matt was the international, you know, guy. And he did a lot of work in the Dominican Republic. And uh, anytime I don't know those pastors from the Dominican Republic, but anytime they were at Ligonier, like he would kind of facilitate that, man. So definitely, uh, definitely will hook you up with my man, Matt uh, McGee. Uh, for sure. So I don't know. I, that's kind of my thing. And my passion is I, I see people and I hook them, put them together. That's how we got just thinking. Like I find people that kind of have something similar and, and I connect them and, and uh, magic happens sometimes. So that, I'm, awesome. I'm going to definitely do that. <laughs> Matchmaker. Yeah, man. I'm going to definitely do that. So brother, listen, I, first of all, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule. Um, I'm going to give you the floor to kind of close us out. Any words of encouragement, anything you want to share, let people know where they can pick the book up. Like I said, it also the link will be in the show notes uh, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Dwayne. And thanks everyone for listening. Um, yeah. You can pick up one. Prayer is a struggle on Amazon, uh, Reformation Heritage Books, Westminster Books, a number of other places. But let me just leave listeners with this encouragement uh, and challenge that, Life is short and eternity is long. And mm. God has given us so much in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, we're his children. We can come to him in prayer and we can even shape the course of human history through prayer. I think of 
the book of Nehemiah, and he says a prayer kind of in the midst of a conversation with a king, and God uses that because that prayer is in line with his purposes for the world, that God answers that prayer that he said just in the middle of a conversation. So uh, be intentional and uh, take some time to, to ask the Lord to help you grow in prayer. And one of the illustrations uh, that I share in the book is, that I'll close with is that prayer is often like sowing seeds. And when we sow seeds, we don't know when the seeds are going to germinate and grow. Uh, we don't know when those plants that that seed produced will release its own seeds. We don't know what's going to happen, but we do know that God promises to use prayer. And one seed could eventually produce an entire forest. So how might our prayers bear great fruit, compounded fruit, like compound interest? How might our prayers bear great fruit for the glory of Christ uh, over the long run? We don't know. Amen, brother. But That's I, right. I want to pray and I want to I want to find out on the other side of eternity. I love that. I love that illustration, because even with seeds, you don't know which ones will grow. You know, you, you don't know. You, you put them all out there. I grew up on a farm, so I got that like totally. Okay. <laughs> awesome. 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 To the bar listeners, appreciate you guys listening to the bar podcast, man. Make sure you check us out every Tuesday, your favorite podcast. Make sure you go to the bar tab. They hit that network tab and check out all the podcasts in the network. Also, make sure you go to thebargear.com and make sure you hit these show notes so you can get this book in your library. And until next time, you guys, God bless. And we are out.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.